Good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sticking around. Um, yeah, wow, we, we're doing this thing. It's happening. Um, if you don't remember who I am, I'm Megan, and I'm hanging out with my bestie, Grace. Um, and yeah, we're just going to hop right in today. We're just going to be talking about self-confidence, um, kind of what that looks like and what that means to be truly confident in yourself specifically what it looks like to be truly confident in the creation God made you to be. Um, because like, quite frankly, that can be so, so difficult, especially in the world that we live in. Um, and I don't know necessarily fully about grace, but I know like that's something that I struggled with for a really long time. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what we're going to be chatting about today. So something that I struggled with when I was younger was, um, just being okay in my own skin and um, just being able to be who I am for who I am and not being afraid to show all the quirks and the random sides of me that now Megan gets to see. You're welcome. Um, and so uh, I think there are a lot of things playing into that. And some of that was through my mind and um, just overthinking things way too much. So um, yeah, I think I want to touch on that a little bit today. So yeah, Megan, you want to start us off? Yeah. Like I said, a huge impact of like self-confidence is absolutely kind of the world that we live in right now of how do I be better than the next person or a world of comparison of like, Oh, I'm different than this person in this way. And I wish I wasn't. Um, and like both of those things are so completely untrue. Um, just because of what, um, scripture says about it, like God created us from the start individually and intentionally. And like, we are his chosen creation. So in denying that, who are we to tell the creator of the world that we're designed wrong? Like we have no authority to do that. Um, and so like, there's a huge opportunity to be so confident in the beauty of yourself, even in what you would consider a flaw because of the truth that we find in Christ. Um, not the truth we find in social media, not the truth we find within ourselves or our friends and our family, but strictly and simply the truth that we find through God. Um, like that is where our hope and our joy and our confidence has to lay. Yeah. What does God say? Cause the world says a lot of different things to us right now. It says, like, hey, you're beautiful if you obtain this image. Hey, you're accepted if you act this way. But what does God say about that? What does he say we are? Well, in Ephesians, he talks about us being a chosen priesthood, a holy nation. And the fact that we are chosen and a part of his people it's just amazing. Um, and yeah, we are chosen. Like from the very, very beginning, God knew we were going to exist and he had a plan for us. And he like laid it all out for us. And he says, you know what? Out of all these things, I choose you. Yeah. That's like just so good and exciting. I think to, further expand on that 
It's so easy for the world to not choose us for any given reason, or it's so easy for us not to choose ourselves in who we are and to know that that God chose us before we even existed and that God chooses us daily and always is so, so encouraging and kind of leading, that's also leading into like my next point of we are loved. Like that is who you are. You are so deeply loved. And we really see that in John 15. Um, that's kind of been a really big focus of my life. It just kind of walks through like being chosen, being loved. And specifically there's a moment where John is talking about how we're no longer called servants, but we're called friends. And that's because of what has made been made known to Jesus has been made known to us through him. I think there's a really cool opportunity to just kind of see that like we are loved and we are friends of Christ. We all know that Abraham was a friend of God. I really like the song that says, I am friend of God, right? Um, but then also Hebrews talks about it and it's like, it was because of his faith that God called him his friend. And um, yeah, and like his faith and trust in the Lord that he would bring to completion everything that he promised to him already to make Abraham a great nation, make his descendants like that of the sand and the stars so that they could be a blessing to all other nations. And in this particular instance, he was offering Isaac up as a sacrifice to the Lord because that was what the Lord commanded him. And it was really just a test being like, hey, are you going to trust me even when it hurts? And um, he followed through all the way up to the point where God stopped him and gave him a ram instead. Um, and that was like, not just like the thought of like, yeah, I believe, but taking action on it and following to the very T is why God called him a friend. Yeah. I think also just to like clarify off of that point that like in the new covenant under Christ, like we, there are no works that we have to do to be called the friend of Christ. There are no works that we have to do to be called loved or to be, be called a new creation. Like all of those things come through faith, not works. And so like, please do not take that as, oh, like, I have to work to receive these titles, these labels, because you don't. And that is that is the beauty of Christ, and that is the beauty of his life and his death and his resurrection in, in our lives um, and in our confidence, specifically. Something else that I've been thinking about for a long time is, and like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, like, overthinking things leads to a lot of um, mentally unhealthy things. Um, I used to tell people that I could use my thoughts as white noise and fall asleep to them because I would think the same thoughts over and over and over. I would overanalyze every single event that happened in the day, whether it was good, whether it was bad, and that's really not healthy. 
but I started reading this book with one of my friends, and it was talking about having the mind of Christ and thinking on what he thinks on and choosing not to think on the things that maybe are not healthy, but thinking on what he says is good. You know, it is like there's a verse that goes, whatever's true, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, whatever's excellent, think on such things. It's not exactly the verse, but it's close enough. Um, and I think maybe you've heard that as like a kid, like I heard it as a song, and so I would always sing it to myself. But it is so true that what we think on becomes who we are. And um, if we're always thinking on the negative, if we're always thinking on how hard life is, how poor me, you know, and not to say that those things don't matter, not to say that those things aren't real, but if that's all we're thinking on, what is going on in our head? Like, that is not helpful because then we start to tell ourselves lies and say, I can only be this way. I can't ever change. I can only be this way. And that's not who God says we are. He says, you are my children and I am working in you to sanctify you and to bring you closer to myself. And we're going to work through this together. Yeah, I think there's a beauty in that too of a chance to not get caught up in the questioning and the wondering of like, oh, what is my next stage of life going to look like? What am I supposed to do next? Like, who am I going to be in a relationship with? Because like we can receive those answers from Christ. And that again goes back to the wondering and the questioning and the doubt that happens in our minds and the anxiety. And like, if we can understand that nine times out of 10, the thing we're wondering about, the thing we're anxious about, the answer is in Christ. And most times it's just to sit and wait and trust and know that we'll receive that in due time because we live in a world that we want instant gratification that we want the answer here and now. And like throughout scripture, we see that it's not meant to be a here and now it's meant to be an eternal and God is going to give us those answers and give us that guidance as he sees fit, not as we desire, um, which can be, it can be what we desire if our heart is truly in line with the Lord but when our heart is aligned with the world we live in, that's when it gets difficult to sit in that patience. And that's when the answer is um, maybe going to feel like what we don't want it to feel like. Okay, so we've talked a lot about being loved. We talked about being confident in our thoughts, being or basically in control of our thoughts, because when we choose that's us making a decision. Um, but being in control of our thoughts and being confident in our lives and like not ignoring the labels that the world gives us, but knowing the labels that God gives us, which are loved, chosen, and friend of God. So I want to wrap it up with just one, th- one more thing. Um, and 
that's just that going back to that first one about being loved like first John says we loved because he first loved us and that is so true because we all when it comes down to it as humans we all suck like we think things we're not supposed to think we say things we're not supposed to say and those things separate us from having a really good relationship with God but he made a way so that we could come back to that come back to having a good relationship with him and to do that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins after he died he was buried and three days later rose again conquering death so we don't have to fear things like death and because we know that he has the ultimate victory and we know that like if someone were to sacrifice their most highest possession for you how would that make you feel God sacrificed his highest possession his only son so that we could have a good relationship with him and know that we're loved know that we can be confident in who he made us to be and choose to have control of our thoughts and know the labels he's given us not the ones that the world has given us yeah it's just so it's so good like god did that for us he did that for me he did that for grace he did that for each and every one of you um so yeah i think our hope is just that you would hear this and take this to heart um and really understand that if you're just like struggling with confidence in yourself or anything similar that that you would know that you were loved, that you were seen, that you were known by the one true God who created everything. So yeah, thank you guys so much um, for listening to podcast number two. Um, I don't think we'll count forever, but we're going to count for a while because it's exciting. Um, Yeah. So we will see you guys next time. Um, yeah, I think we're going to maybe talk about how to win a debate. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah. It'll just become a debate and we'll see who wins. Yeah. So drop down in the comments who you think is going to win. We'll do a little pre-podcast prediction. And feel free to reach out and let us know if there's anything we can do to help you. If we can be praying for you in any way. Or if you have any suggestions. That too. (laughs) All right. See you guys. Bye.